0: Do you want to redesign your nonprofit website or create a site for your new organization? If so, you need to start with a plan. A well-planned redesign will help you reach your goals for improved engagement and more donations. But without the right tools, it can be difficult to know where to start. Browsing through web design galleries can make it seem like there are too many options available, and if you don't know what you're looking for, how will you find it? In this ultimate podcast episode, I'll walk you through the steps to redesign your nonprofit website from the ground up to create a site that will help you achieve your mission and get noticed in today's digital world. Welcome. You're listening to the Nonprofit Digital Success Podcast. I'm your host, David from WoW Digital. In order to launch a successful website, it's important to define your goals. Did your organization's mission change? Can you expand your audience? Are you trying to break into new geographic areas? Do you really just wanna update and change the logo? Or are you looking to redesign the entire website? Once you've identified your goals, it will be easier to prioritize your options and find a new way to serve your audience start by making a list of your goals and decide what actions you'd like your website to take for example if your goal is to increase your online footprint you might list things like more submissions to fundraising or grant applications if you want more website visitors or more donors creating your strategy will help you determine how to best achieve these goals The next step in any redesign project is to determine who you want to reach with your new website. There are several ways to do this, but the best way is to conduct focus groups. These are informal meetings in which you share information and ask for feedback. They're done in a casual, comfortable setting. To find potential focus groups, consider joining a local chamber of commerce or an organization for social services in your community. They might be willing to help you, and also help you recruit people for a group session. You could also think about advertising on social media and bring in the interested people to the group session. Then schedule it. The next step is to pick a date and time, as well as location, to hold the group session. And depending on the size of the group, you might consider having it done virtually so that people from all over can attend with ease. Next, it's important to know where you want to go and what you want your nonprofit website to accomplish. Be sure to include a clear call to action, such as a donation or contact form, that tells people how to support your cause. Then decide your makeover method. Choosing a method of a nonprofit website redesign is also a decision that can make a big difference in how long and how cost effective your new site is. To make sure your project is as successful as possible, you'll want to choose the best method for your organization. While it might be tempting to go through an RFP or with a proven website agency, hint, hint, such as WOW Digital, that approach might be a bit too expensive for your nonprofit budget. You might want to look through website templates and find one that matches the style you want to achieve. They're typically low cost or free, which makes it really appealing. The downside is that you need to have the time and knowledge to make it happen and work well for your organization. Quite often we have prospective clients who come to us with a half done site because they couldn't figure out how to make the $70 template they bought work properly. A few years ago, we had a prospect come to us with a template theme that they liked and they wanted to pay us to get the site working and brand it with their style. Even with the support from the company who built the theme, there was a data issue with the template, and the amount of time it took to sort out and resolve ended up costing the client the same amount as our quote for a custom build for them. Reviewing your analytics is critical. Who visits your site? What percentage of visitors are on mobile? What activities and campaigns are going on? If you can't answer these questions, you need to rethink your approach. Start with one step that will get you where you want to be. Is there a page on your site that is consistently the most popular and the most engaged with your organization? Your goal is to be able to answer questions in a couple of minutes. So start there. Figure out the most valuable customer demographic, because when it comes to who is joining and signing up on your site, how old are they and what interests them? It's important to know who your customer is. What are they looking for? What changes do they experience? What behaviors do they exhibit? In terms of content, in episode six of my podcast, I talk about what you should do with the content in your website when it comes to a redesign. Head over to wowdigital.com 006 or in your favorite podcast app to find out about the best practices for content migration during a redesign. Then create a sitemap. Before we can redesign a nonprofit's website, we need to make a plan for how we're going to display the information that we're going to be providing. The easiest way to do this is to create a sitemap. It's essentially a hierarchy of all the pages and content that you have in your website. Sometimes it'll show the location of the site, where your visitors will find you and links to provide them to learn more. Having a sitemap is a basic design tool. It helps set goals for what you want the website to be able to achieve. A sitemap will help you assess these goals and make your best guess about what your ideal website layout should be. Speaking of sitemaps, you want to make sure that your website has an XML sitemap that's being indexed by Google. This will instruct Google to search for new pages and content on your site over time. Then, gather feedback on your current design. Figure out what you want to change. Have you considered redesigning your website before? If not, why not what do your members say the last thing you want to do is reinvent the wheel to collect feedback on your site ask your board members volunteers staff clients patients about the site ask if they'd like it to look different is there a tool that can provide more customization options when asked even your most loyal supporters will have input Make sure that all changes to your current site are discussed thoroughly and that you're able to express and document any concerns that you have. You'll want to make sure that you can confirm that you haven't made changes that would make your site worse and that they're not looking for a vanity site that features bells and whistles. One of the easiest ways to gather feedback on your current site is to use a heat map platform. Our platform of choice is called Hotjar. This will give you insight as to how people are using your site currently and what they click on. It will produce a beautiful map and the sections that get hotter, think of a fire, so red, are areas that are more people clicking. This tool will track across device types too, so you can validate on mobile. Then understand your platform. Understanding your current website's platform is critical. Is it built on WordPress, Magento? possibly just html and css web design tutorials often offer superficial and unrealistic quote unquote blueprint solutions to building websites these tutorials and projects are often set up with models and default fields that aren't user friendly instead take a step back and understand the platforms that you're using there are a few things you should know before starting your redesign such as the architecture of your site when developing a site you want to stay consistent with the design of previous pages that you've created you don't want to drastically change the look and feel of your website or web pages every time you want to go and create just a new page if you have a CRM or donation platform you want to make sure that it works with the technology that you're considering using another part that is often forgotten about is the support that you can get from the platform for example if the software, the CMS, the content management system that you're thinking of using, if it's proprietary, you can expect there are a few individuals you can hire for ongoing maintenance and support. And in the long run, that might cost you a lot more money. As I mentioned before, stay organized. It's crucial that you get organized. This means creating a space to store all of the digital content you have and file it by type, such as text, graphics, videos, PDFs, etc. For example, the logo, mission and, you know, other statement of purpose documents should be in one folder and the website, social media and marketing collateral in another, potentially a third folder for all the small pieces of digital content that might not be made public if you have a members area on your site such as private newsletters and blogs. And think in terms of long-term goals. Once you have organized all of your assets, you need to work on a long-term plan. This is when you really start to think about what you want to accomplish with your redesign. Design with a purpose. It is not enough to make your site functional. You need to create a site that matches your organization's values, vision, mission, and goals. Make sure your website gets to the heart of what you do and why you're there. Write down your purpose. Your website's purpose is not the same as your nonprofit's purpose, but the two can play off of each other. For example, if you're trying to connect your cause to the community, you might put this on your website. Connecting to the community is a key value for your organization's name. Start with a purpose statement. Some nonprofit leaders make the mistake of starting with a website without laying out a complete strategy first. That can mean that their website's functions and design will only support part of their mission. Choosing the right colors and fonts is very crucial. The way you use colors and fonts plays a huge part in whether you see a successful redesign or not. You can't just pick whatever color scheme you want on your website and assume that it will turn out great. If you don't have the right color palette, your visitors will be distracted from the message you want to send them. The best colors for your design are ones that work well together. While dark colors can be a nice contrast, choose a simple color palette with tones that complement each other. For example, you could use a royal blue for a pop of color and a deep black for an understated contrast. As you're working through your color choices, make sure you get the right tone to match your message. Also, if you have a brand guide, you want to make sure that you refer back to your primary and secondary colors. for accessibility. You want to be sure that you have a minimum of a four and a half to one ratio for contrast. For example, if you put white text on a yellow background, there won't be enough contrast and your site won't be able to pass accessibility testing under the international standard and best practices of WCAG 2.1 level AA. Next know your audience's preferences and this step is important. You need to identify the type of user you're designing for. Are you targeting supporters or donors? Do you want donors to have access to the key information they need, such as budget, status, or history? Where's the heart of your nonprofit's website? Are you looking to include fun or inspiring parts of your cause? As well, as I just mentioned, you need to consider accessibility requirements. Do you want to include captions and transcriptions? What languages do you plan on supporting? While it's not necessary, Google Translate is a great way to reach the world's countries. If you get government funding, find out if you need to provide key content in alternative languages. And these key bits of content, we always highly recommend that you hire a human to do the translation. Google Translate is a really great and free way to have your site in multiple languages, but it is not perfect. Consider how colors can shape your message. Let's talk about the visual components of a website. Colors impact how people perceive your organization. Many major healthcare foundations use color to represent certain organizations. For example, the Alzheimer's Foundation of America uses cyan to represent all the services they offer, the American Cancer Society uses red to symbolize cancer. What about your organization? Color plays an important role in the overall design of the site. Keep in mind the different colors you use might resonate with different audiences and serve different purposes. Consider how your colors and branding will shape your message. Choose fonts that are easy to read. Websites are important tools that can help tell your story, inform your donors, and get your message out to the public. There are also places that will allow you to showcase the work you're doing and to help others. A website with a clear message, clean design and effective use of images is a great tool. But without engaging content, it could be difficult for potential donors to learn more and take action. To really make an impact, you want your website to be an easily digestible and legible resource that your supporters will turn to time and time again. Make sure to choose fonts that are not too bold and too narrow. Ensure that you have enough line height between lines and spacing around copy too. This is also known as visual white space. Speaking of design, create an effective website layout. Although you might be able to redesign your entire website, that's not necessarily always realistic. You should consider the needs of your audience and the different site structures to ensure that the new design meets your goals. Your organization might also benefit from a more focused, modern look and feel start by exploring a few redesign methods for most nonprofits a responsive design layout which is a design that adapts to different screen sizes like desktop and tablet and mobile that's the ideal after you know what layout you want take the time to create a blog and a new site news section that highlights your stories your supporters are interested in Use your blog to share your nonprofit's values, mission and achievements, while sharing engaging posts about what's happening within your organization. Start by looking at your website's homepage. Can you answer the following? Does it summarize your mission? If so, you're doing something right. You don't need to explain every little detail of your mission or mission statement on your homepage. By keeping it simple, you show visitors what you're all about. The home page is the focal point of a website, so it should be a good place to start. But how can you make it better? What do you want it to say? How can you make it more engaging and more visually appealing? What changes should you make? These are all great questions. Use navigation menus to guide visitors. Navigation is a feature of most websites that has the power to significantly improve engagement. But it can be hard to decide which part of a navigation menu is the right one for your nonprofit's mission. Take it a step further with an extensive menu. Many nonprofit websites rely heavily on just a few key items on the homepage. If the site focuses on important missions, a menu with multiple entries could include a single introduction, a list of the charity programs, a list of employees, and you know maybe even a video. A video on the donor's first interaction with the nonprofit could be valuable too. And a donor with a specific question is probably going to want to check multiple sections. Think of it from Google's perspective too. They want to send people to pages of content that have information they're looking for, which is usually three or four levels deep. If you have analytics on your site, take a look at what the first page of the site that users are accessing. You'll find that only about 30 to 40% of people are landing on your homepage. This means that having an intuitive navigation structure is even more important to be able to drive users from deep within your site to other sections that they would find useful information on. Carefully place call to actions, also known as CTAs. As I mentioned earlier, before you even begin designing, you need to decide what you want to accomplish with the website. If you want to bring in more donations, find volunteers, get subscribers, etc. Then take a look through your analytics and find the pages that get the most traffic. By identifying the top pages of your site and comparing those to the goal of your site, you can ensure that key CTAs are placed on the top pages. Imagine what a well-placed call to action would do on the page that gets 20% of your traffic versus a call to action on a page that gets maybe 0.1% of your traffic. Invest the limited time that you have wisely by spending time in your analytics. It's well worth it. Then design other important page layouts. So you've redesigned the page, the home page and stakeholders are on board. That's awesome. What you need to do next is redesign the major page layouts of your site. Landing pages, a news page, an article page, a contact page, FAQs, a default page template, which are the pages that probably 90% of your site content is using. Answer this question to help you figure out what pages you should look at. What page of the site is most easily navigated from the home page? In addition to determining what information needs to be present, this will also help you decide what information could be removed. As you designed the other page layouts, ensure that you start to create a design system. This will help you work through the design of the pages more quickly. Then include a better donation platform and CRM. We highly recommend Kila. A nonprofit website is not a sales page. So don't include a donation form on the homepage. Instead, implement a robust online donation platform and a customer relationship management system, which is also known as a CRM, to handle all of your donations. At Wow Digital, we're Kila's first certified partner. We have a special bonus for you. If you go to our show page and click on the Kila link, you'll get 10% off your annual subscription. Something else that we love about Kila is they have a free tier. woo It doesn't have all the amazing features and bells and whistles, but the free tier is an excellent starter set of tools. There are other donation platforms out there that we can utilize and have experience with as well. So reach out to me by emailing podcast at wowdigital.com if you need assistance or just want to talk about different platforms. We're here to support you. Most nonprofits can't afford to have a donation team. So even if you're not looking to hire one, take the time to learn about how to use simple tools such as maybe even Google Drive and Excel. From there, you can create a custom spreadsheet. Think of this as your database and create and manage your donors. This ensures that your database isn't lost in a shuffle of a redesign when the website happens. This also keeps your database of donors updated with information such as gift certificates and coupons or um, details about gifts that you may have sent major donors. A better donation platform and CRM will also allow your board to quickly connect to donors, see how much they've donated and provide insights like how much you should ask for in an appeal or even the best time of year to approach them based on their giving habits. And if you can automatically issue tax receipts, You'll save lots of time too. Next, make it easy to donate. Our core philosophy as nonprofit specialists at WoW Digital is that people are more likely to give when it is easy for them. While there are numerous tools that will allow people to donate, some provide valuable service to those who aren't in a position to plan out a redesign project themselves. These free tools are great for nonprofits and allow users to plan out their own strategies and plans for using different types of donation requests. Some allow users to change donation requests at any time, while others allow users to set up and change donation requests only for specific events. Donor-specified plans can be especially helpful for fundraisers who are a bit limited on time or budget. Think about offering perks in exchange for donations. As a nonprofit, your website serves one main purpose, to raise money. A more appealing and user friendly website increases fundraising, so many nonprofits design their sites to specifically meet this goal. But it can be difficult for donors to give without a compelling reason. Most people don't want to be salespeople, but they're willing to consider giving in exchange for special perks, and perks can be a great way to increase giving consider partnering with for-profit companies for a coupon or service that you could offer for people who donate over a certain amount of money. Imagine if a charity who builds housing for homeless partners with a store like Home Depot, and let's say for each donation over $100, they would get a $5 coupon to Home Depot. Now $5 won't go very far at the store, and with the markup that happens at the retail level, Home Depot would generate revenue too. Each park should be carefully designed to convey the message of the organization. Donors know that a donation to a reputable charity will come with certain benefits, so you want to convey this in a memorable way. Make it worth their while to give more. In the majority of cases, your donors aren't paying for your website. If you can get people to give you their email addresses, you can collect additional data that can make your website more valuable to your supporters. You may also gain the benefit of multiple forms of contact by including phone numbers, social media links and email addresses on your site. People trust what they see, and these items can make your website a welcoming and informative space for them. As a pro tip, something to consider is unique donation pages that will auto adjust by a percentage based on the previous donation that person made. Imagine that you've made a donation to a cause for $100. That organization reaches out to you via email and you think, hey, I like that organization. I'll give the money again. When you click on the link, you're presented with a few different donation options and then an other box that you can fill in any amount you want. But let's suppose this time the options are 110, 220 and 550 and then other. You probably wouldn't think so hard about selecting the 110 option now extrapolate that logic across hundreds or thousands of donations maybe some people select other and type in 100 but the increase in donations you receive would surely go up launching the new site at last all that hard work has paid off and you're ready to officially launch your new website get it up and going But don't really announce it yet. Take a couple of days, review the data, make sure that you've mapped the content and that everything is working as expected. We call this phase the quiet launch. And then review analytics again. Remember, you created a strategy for the site, right? Now it's time to validate the goals and ensure the hard work, time, and effort pays off. Some points to consider are, what data do you have to work with? What sources of information are you already using for the purposes of donor retention, retention awareness and more? What can you measure? What are your web analytics telling you? What metrics can you compare from your old website to the new one? What things are important to you? What changes can you make to the site now that you have data? Review the metrics you have. Are they easy to understand and reliable? Review your current information architecture. What information do you have available? What information do you need? What's missing? What makes sense for your audience? Then iterate your nonprofit website is not one and done. Go through your analytics and heat maps, optimize wording on call to actions to get more clicks, change up images and text on high performing pages of your site. Google prefers websites that have content which changes frequently. It means that there's an organization who cares, and this will pay off with more traffic over time, which leads into adding content frequently. This is the focus that I very much tell all my clients to pay high priority to. I see far too many websites with dead links, unreadable fonts and stale content, all because there isn't an interest to create fresh content on a regular basis. Content like infographics, quizzes and surveys are highly effective when there's a clear and concise call to action users are more likely to act on it take quizzes to test people's knowledge and curiosity to see what they know if you can't find a way to create content frequently you need to be more creative in your content development if you want to ensure a solid return on investment you need to keep pumping content into your website If you have happened to be one of the people that attended my webinar, you would know that publishing content on an ongoing and consistent basis is the best way to grow your organic traffic. I worked with a client and had them publishing new content every two months. They were getting about 230 to 250 organic hits a month. I ran our wow content workshop with them and they started to publish content once a month. It wasn't quite double. They were getting about 375 to 425 organic hits a month. So it was definitely an uptick. We received the data and we discussed it with them and they agreed to have us work with them on creating new content just once a week to be published on their blog. These articles are short, maybe 350 to 400 words or so. Nothing too long. Their organic traffic took off and has consistently been on a 30 degree incline since. After eight months of effort, they're now at 1,475 to 1,550 organic hits a month, and it's going up every month. I cannot stress this enough. Publish content that your audience wants to see, and it will pay off for you as well. If you're interested, just reach out and let's chat. I'd be happy to run our WOW Content Workshop with you and your organization. In just a couple of hours, we'll have your entire year of content mapped out, so you don't have to think about what you want to write about for that week. I promise it works. At Wow Digital, we create new sites and redesign them. We've completed over 200 projects for nonprofits and have the knowledge and expertise to make you breathe easy knowing that we're around to work with you. If you're interested in attending our next webinar, just head over to wowdigital.com/webinar and you'll get all the details there. With us, we create staging sites and run through a series of workshops like our wow navigation workshop and our wow content workshop. And when launching a site, we use our wow launch checklist, which has over 130 points that we go through to ensure a smooth rollout. In conclusion, if you want your website to get more attention from donors, improve your organization's brand and better engage with your audience, you need to consider redesigning your nonprofit's website. This process will take time and energy, but it will be worth it in the end. A well designed website can increase the trust of donors, improve your effectiveness as a mission driven nonprofit, and improve the lives of your volunteers and communities. Make it easy for donors to find you, understand your mission, and make donations. You can do a website redesign yourself if you have the time, patience, and know how. Hopefully, this podcast episode will empower you and give you some insights that you may not have thought about. The key is to plan, review your data and work with best practices in mind. I hope that I've provided you with all the resources you'll need to put a redesign into action, which means you can go ahead and get started. You won't regret it. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'm looking forward to having you listen to the next ones that we've got coming up. If you've enjoyed this episode, Please leave feedback on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback, and it would also help others find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for the episode. Head over to wowdigital.com, click on podcast, and search for this episode number, and you'll find all the links, details, and other information that has been discussed in this episode. Are there any other topics that you'd like to hear about? Just send an email to podcast at wowdigital.com. Thanks for listening to the Nonprofit Digital Success Podcast.